0: is mental health month and i would like to speak to you today about mental toughness studies have indicated that members of military forces are particularly vulnerable to mental health issues such as ptsd depression substance abuse including the abuse of alcohol and hard drugs and a proneness to incidents of domestic violence the focus on mental health is welcome uh, also because as has been observed by the late Professor Freddie Hicklin, the Jamaican population as a high incident of depression. This is expressed in the aggression that we see every day and also because of our overexposure to domestic abuse and to criminal violence. If all of that were, ba- were not bad enough, we are now in the midst of the COVID pandemic and what others have called the infodemic because of all the disinformation. We have had to do without social contacts. Many are living in close contact without while needing to practice social distance. And all of us are subject to the immense anxiety because of the fear of contracting COVID. It affects presidents and it enters places like the White House. So we are not safe anywhere. Mental health is a moot point and we need to think about ways of strengthening our minds and reducing the incidence of mental illness. At the same time, we have come to recognize that there is no vaccine for mental illness. There is no instant cure. There are no pharmaceuticals or nutraceuticals that can prevent and cure it. To prevent and lessen the incidence of it it is a matter of a lifetime and a matter of lifestyles. It is the soft skills that we invest in and the soft resources that we utilize. We have to build the muscularity of our mind and invest in strengthening the infrastructure of strong minds that is robust and resilient, and that has developed perspectives, values, ethics, mores, and principles. It is with this in mind that I have selected some words from the opening chapter of the book of Joshua. This is autobiographical and Joshua is at the point of exposure to the challenges that he faced and the ways in which certain resources took him through with a calmness of mind and what we call a muscularity of mind. Of note, is that in this chapter Joshua is mourning the death of Moses, liberator and national leader, and the one he had known as leader for his entire life. There was grief and there was trauma for Joshua. At the same time, Joshua is on the cusp of crossing the Jordan and leading Israel into Canaan, the Promised Land. To some it is terra nullius, but it was very much occupied by the Palestinian people, the Hittites. Therefore, it was going to require military expedition in order to take possession of this land. What is more, Joshua was leading a people who were discontented and mutinous. They murmured and complained. And it is never an easy thing to lead a murmuring and complaining host. They will drive you mad. This is the context in which these words are spoken to Joshua. I would like to suggest that they Mm. present three issues that we must confront if we are going to take the soft skills um, necessary to build what I'm calling the muscularity of mind. We have to settle ultimate issues. We need to settle who is God and who is not. The death of Moses, who bestrode life like a colossus, provided the clarification for Joshua. When Moses died, Joshua received the summons that life goes on, that God beckoned him to continue the journey and the mission of life to take God's people on their onward journey. He received the assurance that God would be with him and would grant him success. That is fundamental to life itself. Man is not alone in the universe. There is God. Before the hills in order stood, or earth received their frame, from everlasting thou art God, to endless age the same. There are those who want to take the place of God, but it is important to sort out the question of who God is, and to live to please God, and feel the sense of God's presence and God's direction in all of life. This is pivotal to what I am calling the muscularity of mind, that we need to face all of life and to find meaning. I insist that this is where to begin, and this is how to build. Life requires something bigger than itself to which to be anchored, and that is God. There is not much that an army can do to help people find faith in God, but it must know that this is not all there is, and even people with guns need God. The power of military might and efficiency must not become God's. We must hold ourselves accountable to God. In this way, power is not an end in itself. Nor must we take it upon ourselves to mangle, maim and destroy life as if there is no God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This is the foundation. This is the first principle. This is the first order of business to sort out ultimate issues of who God is and who is not. The second is to answer basic questions of how we are going to face life. We have to come to a determination and a decision that we will not allow ourselves to be intimidated and overwhelmed by life. We have to be prepared to live life with a determination and a defiance of life itself. We do not wait for on our circumstances to make life life. We bring to the table a certain orientation and a perspective. It is up to us and no one else. If you allow life to set the course, it will toss you hither and yon. We have to set our course and fix our mast. Here is here it is. Joshua is told, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, be strong and very courageous. This is a decision, fear is a decision. It is not merely spontaneous and determined by, out- by forces outside of us. Everybody nowadays is a psychologist blaming their family and their past and their circumstances. Man is not merely a product of his environment. There are things that are up to us and we must find the toughness of mind to bring this determination and defiance to life itself. There is a New Testament story of the miracle of Jesus that is told in all four Gospels. It is about Jesus stilling the storm. This is the account of Jesus being asleep in the boat with his disciples and they are at sea when a storm arose. Each Gospel writer tells the story because the the storm is not merely an event but a Mm. metaphor of life. In life, there are those spaces when everything is topsy-turvy, in an upheaval, and we are ourselves not on a solid place, and our lives are at risk, and every moment is threatening a grave in the angry deep. In the account in the gospel, the disciples sense the overwhelming threat and danger, and Jesus is asleep in the midst of the storm. One of the versions of the story say that Jesus is on a pillow, fast asleep, not merely a nod off. They arouse Jesus, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And in one version of the story, Jesus got up and first thing he did is to rebuke the faithlessness of the disciples that are overwhelmed by fear. And then he rebukes the storm with the words, Peace be still. Why did Jesus rebuke their lack of faith before he rebuked the storm that was threatening to overwhelm them? It is because faithlessness and fear were the more immediate danger. Our lack of faith and our fear is the place which makes us most easily defeatable. We must make up our minds, we must determine, and we must be defiant that we will not be afraid, We will not be discouraged. We are never going to let life get us down. This is an approach. This is a decision. This is a resource to face life with defiance. Armies everywhere have found that if you have the best weapon, but men and women have lost heart and spirit, the battle is lost. They have those that are ill-equipped but motivated and determined they can defeat a major fighting force. Certainly that is how the militia of Toussaint-Lavarture defeated the army of Napoleon Bonaparte and won the liberation of Saint-Dominique or Haiti. To this day, we know that it is the robustness of mind and heart. It is their mental toughness. It is their determination and their defense that is the best weapon in the arsenal. As with fighting armies, so with life. We must not allow life to intimidate us or to overwhelm us. We must not be afraid. We must not be discouraged. It is these phobias that we have that are the cracks in our armor of life. We must face life with faith, with strength, and with courage. This is why we must not only feed our bellies but we must feed our minds and our spirits in order that we will not be intimidated and overwhelmed. This is nothing, there is nothing like knowing that our cause is right. There is nothing like knowing that we are not alone and that God is with us. We must take this to heart. It is not a false confidence. It is not a belief in our own superiority. It is a discipline of heart and mind that we have invested in the effort and mastered the details, and therefore in the face of overwhelming odds, we will find the strength to fight on and to keep going. We will not buckle. We will not yield. I've seen the lightning flash. I've heard the thunder roll. I felt Mm -hmm. sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. I've heard the voice of my Savior telling me still to fight on. He promised never to leave me never to leave me alone. We must settle basic questions. We will not wait on the ideal circumstances or resources or even the company. We will not let life run roughshod over us. We will not be afraid. We will not be discouraged. We will be strong and very courageous. Thirdly, the muscularity of mind about which we speak requires us to know our purpose. We must have etched in our mind a source, a blueprint that is our writ and that frames our purpose. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We have been talking about muscularity of mind, a robustness and defiance, and a determination. This is the key. It is what you feed your mind on. There is a lot of hype going around and stuff that people take in night and day. This is not worth the paper it is written on. The word of scripture is thoughtful. This has been distilled and stood the test of centuries and cultures and kingdoms and have come and gone. And these words have proven to be enduring. This law was the framework that gave birth to the Jewish people. They have not followed it all the time, but whenever they have been renewed, these words have been pivotal to their renewing. They have been scattered and crushed to the ground, rendered stateless, but still they have risen and rebounded. It has turned them around and turned around their fortunes. I gave you these I give you these words, this sacred writ as worthy of your life. It is a place to concentrate on to meditate on to cogitate in do not turn from it to your right or your left let it shape your values let them make you virtuous let them sing in your soul let them dwell richly in you and they will give you purpose they will give you your marching orders when the foundations are shaken it will say to you to the, to say It will be said of you, those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, unshakable, they stand forever. Here it says, you will make your way prosperous, you will gain good success. What is the success of which we speak? It is not money in the bank or investment portfolio. That is really trash. It is meaning and fulfillment. It is to make a mark on life. It is to have a family that makes you proud. It is to sleep well at night. It is to flourish and grow from strength to strength. It is to know that what you do will last and last, like a tree planted like the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf shall not wither, and what it does shall prosper. Joshua conquered Canaan and laid the foundation for his nation. He was not afraid. And not discouraged, but strong and courageous. Life asks nothing more of him and nothing more of us. I call it a muscularity of mind. Know God, know yourself, and know your purpose. Amen.